You are listening to the forecast from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Fields of Anfield Road for All podcast. This is a special episode because we're going to be talking to one of the founding members of the official Liverpool Supporters Club of South Carolina. actually did an interview with him recently on the Charleston Battery, which is our local club here in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, his family is also uh, a bunch of Red supporters uh, from, from, from way back in the day. They, um, they are the official Liverpool Supporters Club of South Carolina. Uh, they, I will let him explain in just, just a few minutes about where they uh, operate out of and how it all works. But uh, one of the venues they use is a pub that's not too far from my house, which is less than a mile away. Literally, I can walk to this. Uh, Majorua Pub in Park Circle area of North Charleston. And I myself was uh, at the Champions League final between Liverpool and Real Madrid that day. It was quite the party. I mean, it was literally a block party. It honestly uh, had the feel of something that you would be a part of in Europe. Uh, it, it was uh, a few Real Madrid fans came in, uh, mostly obviously Liverpool supporters. But uh, big screen TV outside, tons of TVs inside the pub itself. Uh, if you wanted the more uh, European, uh, Irish pub and, uh, uh, vibe, you went indoors. If you wanted to see, uh, uh, so the bright lights outside, sunny, hot, humid, but uh, extremely enjoyable. Uh, that was outside in the little garden area. So I'm going to uh, ask him some questions about how this all got started, what it's like uh, to, to, to run uh, an official supporters club, uh, what kind of interaction they have with the uh, the club itself, and um, you know when they, how they – how they came to be and uh, how many members they have and um, tell them a little bit about the um, the interaction between uh, them and, and the rest of the members. So at this time, I want to welcome my good friend Jonathan Ace back to the show. Jonathan, how are you doing, sir? Hi, Cody. How are you? Doing fine. Doing fine. All right. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming on with the Charleston Battery. Uh, that was a fantastic show. I very much enjoyed that. And uh, give us a little bit of background on, uh, on our South Carolina club, uh, the Charleston Battery. Um, but now we're going to be talking something that's uh, also to near and dear to, to our hearts yet again, uh, a much larger club on a much larger scale with a little bit more history and a little bit more tradition and a, and a few more championships. And that is, of course, uh, the Liverpool Football Club out of Merseyside, England. Uh, so you and your parents, uh, you guys um, have the official Liverpool Supporters Club of South Carolina, correct? Yes, um, it was... 
We got official status in 2012, if I remember correctly, but as a group, we've been meeting since 2007. Now, have you always met at Majorua Pub, or have you met at different uh, locations throughout the state? Yes, sir. Um, we've always met at Majorua, and it's getting it's getting to the point where um, uh, the Majors are a wee bit too too small for us in terms of um, grand scale. But we get we get uh, somewhere between uh, forty and sixty, maybe even more on a good day. Um, that's 40 incredible. 60 fans um, out to the Madra on a match day, and the vibe is absolutely great. It really is. It's a special thing. So your stepfather uh, is from Ireland, correct? Yes, he's now, from Derry. Where? Sorry, Derry. Derry. Okay. So, so, uh, so he, is he is he the brainchild behind the uh, OLSC here in South Carolina, or was this a uh, a joint effort? Basically, um, I remember sitting down in maybe 2008, 2008, 2009 after, you know, a, um, a discussion between some of our friends at the bar um, and asking um, what, it, what does it take to be a uh, Liverpool Supporters Club? And um, so Jim went home and looked it up. Um, and he um, he actually applied, but uh, we got something back that said at that time we weren't um, the club weren't accepting applications at the time for a um, a new fan club. But um, we were the first, well, one of the first that were contacted when we did open open back up applications in. Um, 2012 because we were on a waiting list mm -hmm. and um, that's how we got our uh, official status so what, what all did you have to do was there a specific number of members that you had to hit or achieve or was there a specific time was there a waiting period that had to be um, exercised first before you were able to get official status or wh wh how did you, when was the day that you what did you have to do to officially get the stamp of approval um, I, I believe at the time, um, the, we could have as many members as we wanted. Um, but obviously we had to follow the guidelines. We have to agree to, uh, the supporter supporters club bylines. Um, and the, I think the number of official uh, Liverpool FC uh, online members were, had to be 50. Okay. Uh, but other than that, um, it was a pretty easy process, to be honest. So how many members do you currently have in the OLSC? Um, for this season alone, um, we have currently over 64 members. Um, but Last season, we had uh, upwards of 160, most of which we took to the preseason match in Charlotte. Against North Borussia Dortmund, right? Yeah, that's uh, roughly three hours away from here. Wow. Uh, so did you, so are, are these members from 
are the are these members from all across the state of South Carolina, or are they mostly based out of Charleston? Yes, sir. They're uh, all across the state of South Carolina. We also have home pubs in Columbia through um, the British Bulldog Pub and a home pub in Myrtle Beach. That's not to be mistaken with the former English professional wrestler, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. <laughs> That's right. Um, so tell us, what is it like? Uh, I've, I've seen Majorua up and close, but what is it like at some of the other venues? Does it get as crazy at those venues as it does here locally? Um, they, um, the British Bulldog is a lot bigger than the Majorua. Um, the Majorua is more of a smaller, more authentic um, Irish pub experience. Um, it could, as I said earlier, it could be bigger, um, but it really does the job. And also, it helps the atmosphere, to be honest, when it's a, it's a smaller venue. Um, we do, on trips to Colombia, um, we do get a good crowd of Liverpool fans in there. And um, we make our members aware all the time if we're making a trip to one of our other home pubs. Um, we've taken we've taken a handful of trips, and they've all been very successful. So, what does the uh, how how much does the membership cost, and what does that membership get you? Um, this year we are doing magnets and summer scarves and for LFC members which uh, you can apply for membership online um, it's $20 for non Liverpool members it is $25 um, but you get um, you get your package um, there's a I think there's a $5 um, shipping charge if you're if you have to get it shipped um you can also come to um the madra and pick it up um but it, it's really really worth it um i got my um i got my summer scarf signed by the whole team in charlotte so wow that's fantastic and and i believe if i'm not mistaken you got to meet jurgen klopp in charlotte as well right Yes, sir, I did, and I made sure I asked him for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? What was it like meeting Kloppo? Uh, it, it's great. Everything you've heard about him is absolutely true. Um, the whole thing of um, the meeting went down as Jürgen, for eight years, all since your Dortmund days, can I have a hug? He laughed his signature Jurgen Klopp laugh and said, of course, of course. And then uh, he gave me a hug. And then uh, Mo Salah happened to walk in just after him. Wow. And he said, and he said have you got a picture with Mo? And uh, he made sure I got a picture with Mo before I got a picture with him. Wow, so. wow. That is, and that's, and, and that's, the, that's the guy that I grew up uh, watching in Germany on the touchline for Mainz in the second tier of German football. That's the guy that I remember, the charismatic German German manager who I, I, I one of these days I thought to myself back in the uh, 2005, he's going to be somebody. And yeah. lo and behold, you know, look, look at how far he's come. So let me ask you this. Uh, does the 
official Liverpool Supporters Club here in South Carolina, do you guys have any interactions or do anything with other Liverpool Supporter Clubs? Do you guys um, do any kind of uh, joint events? We've been um, to Raleigh. We've been to Orlando. Um, we've been... Where else have we been? I'm trying to think. We've also done things... We also have met up with other fan clubs or people from other fan clubs on pre-season trips and we're all happy to welcome you into our our little um community so to speak so um when when the when the when they get together when you guys get together is um What's the what's the demographic look like? Are there any because there are a lot of especially in Charleston there are a lot of uh, foreigners who live here. People I, I meet them all the time, much like myself who grew up in Germany or people that are here from England, um, people that are here for work uh, that 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 work for like Boeing. Um, so, do you have a lot of actual um, you know? English Englishmen in, in do, you, do you run into those as far as members go do you have or is or is it all local South Carolina I said you know it's it's definitely from across the state but do you also get some um, some foreign elements in there as well uh, yes sir um, the owner of the Madurua is from Dublin okay uh, he's he's a Liverpool fan um, um, we have we have a couple of scousers in our in our membership and also people from um, other parts of England as well. Uh, Nikki from Coventry is is one of our members that shows up to almost all the matches. Um, the owner of the owners of the British Bulldog. Two of those guys are um, are from Liverpool as well, and born and bred Liverpool fans. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a solid, you know, expat demographic. That's fantastic because I believe that gives some kind of uh, a sense of authenticity, you know. Yeah, 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 and they're nice guys as well. They're they're typical scousers. Hey, let me tell you, this is a funny story. It's going to be quick, but uh, I had just gotten my Virgil Van Dyke kit uh, back when he signed with us in January, and I was it was the orange kit, and I was so excited to wear it. I, the first place I went to go eat that night, this was a random like Tuesday or Wednesday night. There were no matches on or anything like that, and my friend, my best friend, and I went to Marjorua. And I love this because this is such a cool story. Uh, we sat down across from the bar at one of the tables there, the little two-top on the side. And there was this Arsenal fan. He saw me quickly and started singing some uh, Arsenal chant or some song. And, and uh, what's funny is I just put my finger over my mouth to go, you know, shh, like, you know, be quiet. And I pointed at the sign. And you know what sign I'm talking about that's by the TV at the corner of the bar. And it says, this is Anfield. Yes. Yes. And he looked over and he just he and he he, he he's an Arsenal supporter, but he he looked over and he laughed. He said, "Yeah, yeah, I got your point. I got your point." So it's I, I want everybody to understand that this uh, Majorua it truly is a Liverpool pub. I mean that that it is above above all things a Liverpool pub. I mean they don't they don't discriminate in terms of um of you know, um, teams that they allow in the bar. It's not like that. But it's obvious who the uh, who the team is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, what kind of plans do you guys have for this year as far as, um, you know, things, uh, any, any, any big events you have planned or anything, uh, thoughts about 
something special for Champions League for European nights or anything like that? Um, I'm gonna say that, but in the in saying that, we've hosted um, nights with nights with uh, Bruce Grabelara when he's when he was in town uh, with the other. The Ottawa Fury playing the Charleston Battery, and uh, that was a great night. Um, we do Christmas parties every year. Uh, we um, do raffles, um, and there's appetizers and things like that. And we mm-hmm. also the, we always uh, put on a classic match. It's always a great night, um, and there's um, there's been other events that we've done and they've all gone down a treat really um in terms of this year i don't think we're um planning ahead of time any events but in saying that we'll have to look at the schedule as things go along so um one of the things that that uh is is so interesting is the fact that uh, I'm assuming that when the membership comes back up, is it, it's a lot of the same people. You, you have a lot, probably a lot of dedicated members that, that, that keep coming in. But what about, what do you do to attract new members? What is the, um, what do you guys do for marketing or, uh, uh, you know, any kind of drive to get, to get new faces into the group? Um, we have a decent social media following mm-hmm. uh, that's run by Marcus. Um, one of our founding members um, and we're always welcoming from to people from out of town and things like that we never make them feel unwelcome uh, and I think that's part of part of why we are that big as we are because uh, some new faces come in and we're always welcoming um, and, but that's part of the job as a Liverpool fan to be honest um, that's part of the ethos of the team as a whole, and I think we execute that pretty well. So, is there any uh, direct interaction with the with the with the club itself? Do you, do you guys um, is there any communication between Liverpool Football Club and any of the official supporters clubs? Uh, there's there's decent communication, um, but in terms of anything special, um, we haven't done too far into it really um, but we have done fundraisers I think we if I can remember correctly we did a fundraiser for um, Sean Cox yeah Sean Cox yeah the the, the gentleman that, that had that unfortunate uh, incident after the Roma match uh, yeah that that was a, a, a true that was very sad very sad obviously um so a lot of our members are English and Irish, and um, yep. we kind of held that cause to dear to our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and um, and we've done other charities as well. We did a charity. We did a fundraiser for the Carragher Foundation as well, and we um, and that went down well. Um, and most of our members are really, really good people. Um, so, obviously, when there's a when there's a chance to do fundraisers or things like that, we we turn out in numbers. 
Let me ask this. Would you ever consider or has there any uh, ever been any talk about a possibility of a official Liverpool Supporters Club South Carolina trip to Anfield? Yes. We've tried to put that together, but obviously being as there's so many members, it, it, um, the scheduling really hasn't um, you know, helped us doing that, but my first trip to Anfield, um, we took me, my parents, and another founding member, John Riches, uh, all went to Anfield, and we um, we uh, we basked in the glory of you know uh, Liverpool, South Carolina. It was great. So, did you get to interact with a, uh, a, a You know, did you tell people? Obviously, you were from South Carolina while you were there, and uh, kind of uh, pop up, prop up the group a little bit. Yes, we did. We handed out cards to a lot of people. That's so fantastic. So, what was the what was the uh, response to you guys from the uh, the locals there? Uh, pretty pretty impressive. Um, we it also helped that we were with a couple of the locals uh, who we knew from various social medias and things like that but um obviously when you're with locals and you know the area uh it's a lot better to acclimatize yourself but um we were never we were never turned away um and we were we had a great time that's that's awesome. so who who was the uh who did liverpool play that day everton that was oh the, wow merseyside derby nice that was the um phil jagielka goal Ah, okay. So that was yeah. That was just just a few, not not too long ago. Yeah. Um, that was my second trip to Anfield, but my first game at Anfield, um, and I was in the cop as that goal was going in, and as soon as it left his foot, I I put my head in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You so never hit a sweeter volley. No, no, I agree. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that. So your 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 first your first experience at Anfield was almost uh, that's probably almost surreal. Yeah. Um, the the only downside to it was that was a couple of months after we left uh, after we lost Luis Suarez. Uh, we had signed Mario Balotelli, but at yeah. the time we didn't really know where the goals were coming from. Um, so that was the only downside of it. Um, I took a trip um, to Anfield two years ago. We played Hull, and that was a much better atmosphere because we were riding the wave of Jurgen Klopp. Mm -hmm. and it, it was just like there was an there was an air of uh, and optimism that wasn't there the first time, even though it was a derby. Yeah, because you're talking about with uh, Balotelli and Suarez, this is still the Brendan Rodgers years. And uh, despite the fact that there was a second-place finish in 2013-14, they're losing Suarez uh, and then, you know, basically putting Sturridge on an island by himself. They were excellent as a, as a unit. But um, obviously things went, went a little bit downhill after that. Brendan Rodgers was, was sacked shortly thereafter. And everything looked like it was it was doom and gloom, and then Jurgen Klopp came in and has completely turned everything around. Oh yes, um, and that was that was the first year the main stand opened as well. Uh, Klopp's first 
full season and um, seeing the surrounding areas and the buzz around the stadium was totally different. Um, it, it was, uh, we beat whole 5-1 that day and it was a great day. It really was. So you guys have uh, obviously, I guess the Liverpool Supporters Club is going to be at Madrua for tomorrow's match against Crystal Palace? Yes, sir. Yeah. And I will, I will be attending that. I will be going uh, tomorrow afternoon uh, with my, uh, I guess, Liverpool listed as Violet. I, I still think it's purple, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to have the purple away kit on with uh, my boy Jordan Henderson, uh, his name said on the back, because I love, I love Hendo. And that's just, you know, everybody that listens to the podcast yeah. knows that. Um, so I'm going to be uh, actually uh, officially meeting uh, you and your family uh, in person tomorrow for the first time. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I know you and I have been talking uh, uh, through, through uh, text and, and, and such for Twitter, but it's going to be great to actually shake you guys' hand and um, sh- share a few pints and, 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 and watch the, the Reds win at Selhurst Park tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, Crystal Palace are our, our bogey team. And it's always a tough place to go, Southhurst. But, well, they also uh, have so many former Liverpool players. You know, Sako, Penteke. I mean, we, we literally uh, kind Kelly. of... Martin yeah. Kelly. Don't forget Martin Kelly. He's a scouser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just... I mean, it's almost like uh, the, the Liverpool B team goes to Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What happens is uh, we get them from Southampton. And then they go to Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah. If they don't work out, if they don't work out at Anfield, we send them down to Selhurst Park, and that's where they that's where they uh, have to finish out their career. Because I, I said Bendeke uh, has last season was rough for him. I think he scored three league goals the entire campaign. It was it was bad. Yeah, but um, they're all saying he looks he looks in much better shape. Um, true, true. So. Um, he's always a threat, especially offset pieces and throw-ins and things like that. So uh, he always used to score when he was when he was uh, against us at Aston Villa. So I'm always afraid of him. Yeah, there's always the extra motivation when you are playing your former club too. So that uh, you always want to want to show them that it was it was a mistake to let you go. Oh, definitely, definitely, and I understand that. Absolutely. So, um, so is it basically tomorrow's? Uh, everyone is it kind of just everyone gets together sort of before the match, or how how does it work as far as uh, people getting together? Is it you know just just a well known fact? Okay, we're going to convene at Madrua. Uh, match kicks off. Coverage starts at two p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so maybe people get off work early and come down there, or um, is it just kind of uh, everyone comes in after work and uh, mingles in? Like, is it, or is it more organized than that, or is it just kind of uh, throughout the day, more and more people or members come in and, and start watching the match together? It is most of the regulars will show up before the match, um, whether that be half an hour or an hour or you know, 10 minutes before it starts. We always make fun of the people that show up really uh, close to kickoff. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's we obviously make, you know, the Facebook event goes up uh, a couple of nights before, um, so everybody knows what time kickoff is and things like that. Monday is going to be a little bit different um, because obviously you have, people with work commitments and things like that. Um, some people um, 
come for the first half and don't stay for the second. Some people come in for the second half and stay until full time or stay until um, dinner time. But obviously on a regular Saturday-Sunday match, everybody knows uh, you have to be there for uh, for a kickoff. It's um, certainly the uh, Liverpool, South Carolina people are are like my family, and it's a very you know family orientated atmosphere. Obviously, I'm part of the contingent that hurls insults at the TV. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's really. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody loves everybody. It's a uh, really welcoming and accommodating atmosphere for everybody. So let me ask this question. So since we're in the United States, a lot of times we'll have the early kickoffs in England, which will be like a noon kickoff. What is that like? Uh, because in, in, that would be a 7 a.m. kickoff here in the States. Is, is Majorua open for business for Liverpool matches that are 7, 8, 9 a.m. Uh, our local yeah. time? Um, yes, we're always open. At least the, um, the North Charleston um, Majorua is always open. Uh, basically, how it started is there was seven or eight of us at the very start and to build a decent clientele of people you have to keep opening for the early matches the sevens the 10 o'clock games which would be three o'clock over there um you have to open for the early matches um if you want to people to know that you're a football bar and that's Absolutely. what happened uh it started off small but it grew and it grew and it grew until what it is today. That's that's fantastic. Uh, last thing, uh, another question I wanted to ask to close out is, have you seen people that brought uh, maybe a friend uh, that, that was a football fan, but not necessarily a Liverpool supporter, maybe a, you could call them a casual fan, come to one of your events and then they converted into Liverpool supporters? Have you seen a lot of that happen since uh, the club has been uh, on its legs? Many, many, many people. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, <laughs> a lot of it. A lot of it came from the 13-14 uh, season, as you said. We finished second, mm -hmm. and everybody went off. Um, most of those games, especially near the home stretch, uh, we brought in, you know, 40 to 50 to 60 people a game, and. Uh, people fell in love with the atmosphere, and they were hooked ever since. Um, one of our one of our fan one of our scouts friends um, brought two of his friends, uh, a son and a father. Um, they're they're both grown, but um, during that season, and you know they were they were Liverpool fans. But after that, they said, I'm not staying home to watch a match. As long as I know uh, there will be Liverpool fans at this bar. Yep. And we've had many, many people like that. That's, because, that's fantastic. Because uh, over time, you understand that watching football with a group of friends in a bar with a pint in your hand is a lot more fun than watching at home, you know, with a cup of coffee and just rolled out of bed. 
That's true. That's that's very true. And uh, I think that you and I had that talk earlier this week, and uh, you kind of convinced me that it, uh, it's definitely worth it to come down the uh, 0.7 miles that I have to travel because that's so far to to get up on Saturdays and come down there with the uh, the rest of the Reds. So, um, I, Jonathan, uh, I just want to let everybody know that um, to, to follow the Liverpool Supporters Club on Twitter, it's at LFC underscore SC. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay, so everyone, you know, be sure to give them a follow. And um, you said who is uh, running the tw- the Twitter account right now? Marcus. Okay, Marcus, and he's a, he's a member of the uh, the, the, the uh, group, obviously. But um, is there is he is was he related to you? Um, no, he's not related to us. But he was also a founding member, as I said. Um, he's been with us from the start, and he he's very funny as well. Seeing some of his tweets during fo- the matches have been hilarious. Yeah, there's uh, one that was recently done just uh, like an hour ago about uh, Picasso or Van Gogh, Feyenoord of PSV, Kane or Aguero. So, uh, and it, it has a picture. So I'm saying I'm reading it out loud. I'm not giving it a lot of context. But if you see the the picture, uh, it's actually quite quite funny. So um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that comes out of that Twitter. So um, yeah, everybody follow them uh, at LFC underscore SC. That is the official Liverpool Supporters Club of the state of South Carolina. Uh, Jonathan, say it again. We're also on Facebook. Okay, go ahead. If you search uh, official Liverpool Supporters Club South Carolina, there's a page and a group as well. Uh, You'll have to ask to be a part of the group. But, um, yeah, if you're a Liverpool fan, you know, you should be allowed in the group. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jonathan, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I, you know, it's it, it, for everyone that you know. A lot of a lot of Liverpool supporters are are just Liverpool supporters. They don't really belong to a fan club or a supporters club. But uh, I think it's very insightful to 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 get the the, the feeling of what that actually entails. And uh, I'm excited about uh, coming down there tomorrow and hanging out with you guys and, and drinking a pint and, and and watching the the Reds play and win and beat Crystal Palace and get the three points. But, um, yeah, just to talk about where it's come from with you guys having this suggestion around a table after a match and to see it grow into what it is today, you guys taking trips to Anfield and going to the Dortmund match earlier this summer in Charlotte uh, to meet Jurgen Klopp and Mo Salah. Uh, that's just, I mean, you, you couldn't ask for anything more than that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, it really does show you that Liverpool are a whole different entity and it drives home how much the club loves you as much as you love the club uh, to see how many how many fans and how welcoming the club is to uh, members from across the globe really absolutely it is it is a world club there's no doubt about that it's an international club that is supported on every continent yeah it really is, and it's a beautiful thing, and uh, I wish more clubs like were like that. Well, that's that, but in a way, that makes that makes Liverpool th- that much more special. It really does. It really yeah. does. Well, Jonathan, uh, yeah, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's it's been a pleasure uh, talking about this with you, and I, I look forward, really, really look forward to coming down there and, um, you know coming to Majuru and, and and yet again it's been my first time this season I was not I was not down there for the uh, opening match but uh I was there for the Champions League final as I said and um yeah can't wait to can't wait to watch Crystal Palace with you guys and again everybody check out the Facebook page 
And also follow them on Twitter. Again, that's at LFC underscore SC. Uh, Jonathan, I uh, look forward to having you on the show many more times this year. I think um, we could talk a lot about Liverpool this coming season, uh, get some insight uh, uh, from your point of view, and see what you think, how you think the Reds are doing. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be quite the, quite the exciting season with Klopp this year, I think. Thanks, Pretty. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, I think we have the squad to, you know, challenge for basically every every trophy there is. Um, we'll have, hopefully, a lot of games to be played, but uh, with the depth that we have now, um, I don't think there's really a drop-off in, uh, in, um, in quality that we've seen in previous seasons. Um, time will tell. And uh, yeah, and unlike uh, last season when there was also a buzz around the team, there was no 3-3 draw at Watford to open the season. This season was a statement, uh, 4-0 thrashing of West Ham, and I think that they have all the momentum they need. Uh, they, they could easily, as I've said on this program before, I think it is quite doable to take 12 points out of 12 points to start this campaign from the first four match days. I think so. Um, obviously, there will be some difficult days, um, but let's hope they come later rather than sooner, um, especially as, as the um, momentum of the start of the season keeps going. And um, really, I'm nothing but excited about the season. Hey, we're already ahead of United at the table. That's a good thing. Well... Uh, that's always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jonathan, thank you so much again. I hope you have a great rest of the night, and I, I will see you guys tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. This is Enfield. These are our streets. These are our routines. This is our home. These are our Saturdays, our nights after school. These are our colors, our flags, our pubs, our gates our mates, our crest, our words, which stand alone. This is the man who started it all, and this was his favorite place. This is the cop where we taught the rest how to sing. This is the pitch where we once watched the king. These are the stairs we walked up hand in hand, and these are the lights that light up the dark. These are the good times, and these are the bad times. This is what doubt looks like. This is how heartbreak feels. And this is how you fight back. This is refusing to know when you're down. This is support. This is community. This is solidarity. This is how you hold your head up high when the storm is all around you. This is how you fight for what you believe in when everyone else doubts you. This is the first time. This is the hundredth time. These are the reasons to look forward to the end of the shift, to the end of the week, to the end of the storm. This is the team we'll always adore. For others it's sport, for us it's a way of life. They have a stadium, we have a home. They have songs, we have an anthem. They have a manager, we have a guardian. They have supporters, we are a family. We are Liverpool. This means more.